Previously on Anything Goes. You were almost, if I had put this happy face there, you would have sent me a picture of your cock. I would have seen a picture of my dick. Why not? I'm like, oh, we're playing this game now. <laughs> All right, let's see. You know what? I just want to be like. Dave says cock. You, Jay says dick. That's really wow. cute. What's I the say, difference? Uh, but cock sounds bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like something you should be afraid of. I think, I think cock implies heft. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, you need then why a, did Dave use that? I don't know. I've never seen Dave's dick, but by those me dance neither. moves yeah. I saw in that video, it's, he is confident. Oh, yeah. That is the confidence of a man with a cock. A heavy dangle cock. The way you dance in Vegas, a, a, you might have a cock. Or a pocket full of fuck pills. Who knows? <laughs> what, what was the. A dick retracts like a switchblade. <laughs> no, it's only. Has no can, hang until it, you're excited. It's only uh, available uh, to be seen right before it's ready for entry. It's just, it's not, you cannot. Is that, is that your rule? That, yeah, that's, too, my, that's my sort of totally. rule. Yeah. I judge any dude when I ask a question about him, a big dick. It's not whether it's big or not. When it's hard, I'll always want to know. I go, are you confident enough to pull your dick out completely <laughs> soft and be like, hey, here it is. And man, I am not. No. It's like, I'll check again with me in 50 pounds. And now, let's get to a new exciting show. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for some laughs? Are you? Yeah. Yeah. At least your life isn't as sad as ours. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. And Kathleen McGee. And I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you. Can you? I burned my lip on a coffee uh, like a week ago, and it gets it just it, it's the worst place to get a burn because it looks like I have a sore on my lip. Really, it's the worst place. Come on, not the worst place. I'm sure there's. Other, I mean, publicly. Publicly. Publicly, there's probably worse. I don't know. Yeah. That actually reminds me of your bit about glory holes. Yeah. They're considered safe during COVID. Yes. They're encouraged. Are they encouraged, really? The government was encouraging them. Well, uh, I'm sure there's got to be a stand up who did it, but, you know, a guy obviously made the idea of a glory hole. There can't be, you know, the idea of a woman's glory hole. I mean, I have a joke like that. You? It's you. Specifically you from doing a swingers, my first show back from. COVID was at a swingers club in Edmonton mm -hmm. and they have a glory hole hallway. Like a hallway. hallway. Oh, yeah. So you oh, can just, hallway of fame. Sure. Yes, yeah, so you can warm up before you get in the club, you know. Right. <laughs> like there's just, there's, like, there's just yeah. dicks coming out of the walls? Yes, like but there were some that were higher up. Well and I was like, who is that for? Because that was like like that's way too high. And then the guy's like, oh that's for women. So that a woman can go in and stand with her back against the wall and a guy can come in and grab her boobs. And I was like, a man thought of that, didn't he? Like, that is a man. <laughs> no woman is like, gee, I haven't had my titties groped enough lately. Yeah, yeah. from behind, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I haven't, I haven't been snuck up on lately to have a, a good uh, tit squeeze. Um, it's too easy for women to get sex for us to have to think up inventive things like glory holes. Yeah. Well, well yeah. But doesn't doesn't Kenny Robinson have a joke of like 
like the his pussy eating machine, like five thousand, yes. where it's like yes. it's it's like a, a a motorcycle seat that a woman sits on, and then it goes up to Kenny's. No, face. it was like it's like it's like a coffin right. that he lays in, and then the woman puts the money in, and a slot opens up, and she sits over that, and his face is there, and she and he licks her pussy. It's like oh. a lady milking table. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So there's yeah. money in there's money involved. Money involved, so it's all legal. Oh, well, I don't know. I think you could do it for charity and have no money in there. But is it, is it like a does? Do you put quarters in to keep it going? Or yes, yes. Okay, all right. I'm just wondering how much he's thought this through. Back when he first wrote the bit, it was quarters. Now it's toonies. Oh, wow, that is that is a reflection of uh, inflation there. Prosperity. Or you have just... to adjust your set to inflation, or you look like an idiot. Right, or you know, or yeah, so you're gonna, or, or or maybe he's just gotten better in the pussy eating department. That mm -hmm. it's a, now it's a two dollar ride as opposed to a twenty five cent ride. Yes, I'm sure Kenny's always been pretty good. I don't think he's gotten better over. <laughs> I feel like Kenny Robinson's always known how to do that. Well, I think you can always learn more. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I feel. <laughs> so I was uh, I was in my uh, building today, and I was on my way out. And the, I had to go get the mail, and um, it stopped on the ground floor. And I had my mask in my hand, and I leave the elevator, and there's a woman there that I know from the building, and she's wearing her mask. And I, and I just quickly apologize, and I say, uh, oh, sorry, 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 I just didn't have time to put my mask on. I'll put it on now. And then she's, and just as the elevator doors are closing, I said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't have my mask on. She was like, I'm not surprised. And I was like... Oh, what that's uncalled for. And then so I then I put my arm in the elevator door as it's closing, and I was just like, What what do you mean by that? She says, Well, you're an anti-masker. And I was whoa. like, and I was just like, Whoa, whoa, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. I just sorry, I didn't wasn't expecting, I didn't have time. And then she's like, Okay, okay. And then I just and as the doors were closing again, I was just like, I'm not an anti-masker. And I just I felt it was it was like she called me like a racist or a but then I would agree with that. But I was like it was almost you like she called me like. Racist? Well, it 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 feels like if someone calls you an anti-masker and clearly you're and, and you're not, it's it's insulting on so many levels because it almost implies a you don't give a shit about other people, you're unaware, and you don't believe in science, and it's just it's all these things that that implies, and I I just I don't know I, I really I took it to heart I didn't uh, you know I mean as much as I think that sometimes. You know are, what, Dave? I don't think you're an anti-masker. Well, I, I don't think I've, uh, I don't have a well, I don't have a history of being an anti-masker. So, I don't. I was just surprised. You always love masks. <laughs> yes, yeah, I do always love. Yeah, you were pro masks before this pandemic. I know. Actually, I just went to Shoppers, and they have a there's, there's a sale on masks right now. So, if you need to buy your mask for Halloween, Shoppers Drug Mart is the place to go. I feel like when people complain that serve was too much, I'm like, have you seen how much masks cost? Like, my first two masks were $50. Whoa. Yeah, back like, when there was a shortage, the, the price of them were crazy, yes. It was crazy, but there's still, like, you still can't get a good one for under $10. Like, you're, if you're going to get a reusable one. Right. But didn't well, you, you have can. Like you can for about 5 bucks. You can get them for about 5 bucks. Right. But cool ones are usable. Not cool ones, just black, yeah. just like no artwork. Right. Yeah, I need artwork. Yeah, like right. if you want to be creative, I get that. That's that's more money. But just a plain black one, they were they're five bucks. 
but to, Kathleen, don't you have like tons of like, you know, friends that are like all arts and crafty and then they make are making masks? Yeah, but I'm not gonna like give them to give them to me for free. They're doing it because they need to make money because it's a pandemic. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying that there's a, you could buy a mask that's cool from them. I just yeah. bought a mask from Linda and. Uh, I did order some rhinestone encrusted ones. Yeah. I have a feeling that they didn't do that back during the Spanish flu of uh, 1920. <laughs> I bet you like... had some cool masks in the Spanish flu 1920s. What were the flappers wearing? The flappers were probably wearing fringe masks. Oh, maybe they were. I don't know. I just, I, maybe they had probably lacy masks and stuff like that. But Yeah, they were probably as fashionable, maybe even more than us. Yeah, I guess I just saw a couple pictures of people with masks on during that pandemic, and I didn't really see any... And nobody with a bedazzler try, trying to make their masks uh, all sexy to go out to the club. But you can't use a bedazzler for masks. My, my favorite still is the, the picture of whoever first created that meme of, like, guys who are wearing it below their nose is, like, having their cock hanging out. Yeah. I, I still think that was great. Whoever did that is, like, that. it, all, it almost made masks worth it, right, just that. Well, I don't know. It's, it is just... Yeah, I don't. It's just like it, she she called me an anti-masker, and it stuck with me. It's still sort of it's still bugging wow. me right now. Really? Yeah, it's still, it's still wow. a little bit. Yes. Right. Have just you soaked that. your your mask with your tears? Yeah. <laughs> no, I took it off for that. <laughs> you take your mask off when you cry. Well, yeah. Next time, I, next well, time, I, get I, on on board your elevator with a jar of your cum, but wear your mask, and yeah. just tell everyone this is a jar of my cum, but I'm wearing my mask. Darren, nobody but you has a jar of their cum. <laughs> I collect it. I, I know. Decades. Yeah, and you're the decades. only person I've ever known to have a jar of their own cum. Yes, decades. Decades. Yeah, I, I, I found socks that I didn't realize that I, you know, that probably that were used for mopping up, mopping that up. That I was like, oh shit, you should wash that. But, I think ni 1991. There's like two or three jugs. That was a good year. Oh my lord. Oh goodness! Uh, is there anything? Oh, that was before nine eleven. They didn't check planes and liquids. Pre nine eleven. That's oh, a nine eleven. That's what the best time was. Yeah, pre nine eleven. Come, you know that's what it's all about. I've always, I've always been about that. <laughs>
when I do karaoke, I always do Sweet Child of Mine. Right. And I do my excellent Rose impression. But in the middle of that song, there's like a 16 chord guitar, like solo. Yeah. And it perfectly fits the story I have of getting gum stuck in my ass and my father shaving it out of my ass. Literally, the story fits and it builds with the guitar solo. And so at the end, you know, the guy, my dad's screaming at me with the guitar solo. It's perfect. And people fucking go nuts whenever I do it. So I remember it was the, the late 90s. I was in Windsor with another comic who I will not name. And he thought he was the king of karaoke because he always did the doors and uh, people always go nuts. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you go do that. So he goes, he goes, no, no, you go first, then I'll go. Because, you know, acting like I can't be followed by doing the doors. So I go up. It's packed as karaoke place. Literally probably 200 people. And they're all in their, like, early 20s. So I go up. I do Sweet Child of Mine. I do the gum in the ass. People are just like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? And it ends with me with a punchline. People, ah, like this. And then, you know, the next song's like, and this, this is going to light my fire. And just fucking everyone turned their back yeah. and could give a flying fuck about that comic. It was like one of my best moments of karaoke history. <laughs> See, there's always the people that are really good at karaoke and they're actually good singers. And then I'm always sort of like, whenever I see someone who's really good at karaoke, I'm always like, why did you go into the music business or the industry? And whenever someone's really good, I'm always sort of like, you must be really hard to work with. Cause that's like, like, that's like saying, Hey, you're a really funny comic. Why aren't you a superstar? I mean, oh no. If you're someone's a, a funny comic, I would just say, Oh, you should do comedy. And if they're doing it, that's thing. But I mean, but I mean, but you, I, I thought, sorry, Kathleen, you're cutting out. Yeah, he's not there. We'll wait till she comes back. My my whole thing is, but if they're doing karaoke in their own mind, they probably are just singing because that's right, all yeah. they care about. Um, my thing is, that it's like, uh, but don't you do November Rain? That's one that you've done before. No, I, I might I might have done it once, but it's not like a song I always do. Okay. I generally only do Sweet Child of Mine and karaoke, and that's it. Oh, all right, Kathleen, do you have a song? I always sing Peace of My Heart by Janis Joplin. Right. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen you yeah. do that. Yeah. Oh, like I've seen you do Ruby, Street. Don't Take Your Love to Town. Oh, yeah, I do love Ruby. I do yeah. love that song. Although it gets a little uh, <laughs> a little racy now. <laughs> There's some lines in it that are like, that have not aged well. No. Oh, yeah. Does but, get... Sorry. Say the did line. Did you ever go to the Gladstone Hotel for karaoke? I've been there, yes. Between I never that, have. Between there and Barely's in Halifax, I think those are the best places to do karaoke in the country. Because the Gladstone has a host and he holds up like an applause sign. Mm -hmm. And then there's always this dude that walks in, sings a song, a Journey song. He sounds exactly like the guy from Journey yeah. and leaves. But then at Barely's, their karaoke night is the best because people like literally dance. Like you feel like you're an actual rock star because people are dancing and 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 standing up and like cheering like it's so much fun yeah, yeah. i have actually i've done sweet child of mine at barely's and it was a lot of fun people were dancing and jumping around and i've never done live karaoke i would love to try to do that oh with a band and yeah. but usually, they don't usually don't have the lyrics out for you for a live show some so there's a couple bands that do do that they have a oh. the teleprompter for you to try to follow by, follow with yeah okay. there was um, like a 
a place in Niagara Falls that was trying to do stand-up karaoke. Oh, I've seen, I've heard of that before. Yeah, what is that? You would pick a George Cor- Carlin bit, oh, and then they fuck. would play it, and then you would get yeah. <laughs> it's basically TikTok ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't approve of that. I know there was one karaoke comedy place where they they would put like a like it was like one-liners or Rodney Dangerfield jokes or like uh, like street jokes they put up on a, on yeah. a screen and you told those, but and even still I didn't approve. But um, I mean, yesterday said that, that, that fucking that uh, remember that gumball machine? Remember Which, that? Where? They had a Yuck Yucks gumball machine, so you'd pay a dollar, and then they'd say a dirty joke over a speaker, and you'd get a gumball. Oh, really? Oh, the, I yeah. remember the joke machine. That's what I mean. The oh, joke yeah, the machine, joke machine, yeah. yeah. I don't why, didn't they bring, why didn't they bring that to Dragon's Den? Oof. Yeah, Why didn't they bring that instead of the phone, the oh. phone hold joke? Oh, man. Yeah, Tony and Tony and, and Derek from The Office couldn't, couldn't sell the them on the jokes on the answering machine, which is not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> it's not a terrible idea, but they had a terrible approach to doing it. Right. Yeah. It was so bad. Right. And it's sort of like the, the joke machines where they would put them probably by the bathrooms, and then yes. I thought you got a little card with the with the joke on it, and you're supposed mm-hmm. to go... No. So there was a couple different. I think there was, there was one that was a gumball machine for kids, because I did that one. And then Big John Woodbury, another comic, did the adult one that was in bathrooms that was like, you know, the dirty jokes or whatever. Yeah. That one, yeah. And you were supposed to, like, listen to it and then go back to your table and impress everybody with the yeah. joke that you can barely yeah. remember. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a winner. Sounds like a winner. The ones that I, there's a, there's a bar near me called The Duke, and uh, they used to have karaoke, or they still have karaoke on Saturdays, if this wasn't. Pandemic Saturday like, afternoon, like yeah, Saturday said, afternoon, yeah. and uh, it would and it would be hosted by Sweet Daddy Seeky, yeah, the for, former pro wrestler, yeah, and um, uh, and it was always great because they would play country tunes, and but you could do whatever you want. But it's always funny when someone like go like does like a like a, a really up tempo funny song, and then someone comes next and does like Bridge Over Troubled Waters, <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, okay, well, all right, we're not, we've kind of lost the vibe here. But okay, all right. But uh, but yeah, that's what actually one thing that I do miss over this pandemic is the uh, is karaoke and places to go and do it. All right, let's go to let's go to number nine. Gotten a ticket. I got one two weeks ago. The assholes. What what happened? Was it speeding? Yeah, I was leaving Kyle Saskatchewan, and uh, I was going one eighteen, and I forgot everywhere in Saskatchewan it's a hundred. Right. And I saw him coming toward, I saw him, he was in an unmarked car. He like looked at me and I'm like, no. And then he turned on his lights. And then I tried to be all nice and stuff that maybe he might be nice about it. And he was a dick. Yeah. I got, uh, I've only gotten, well, other than getting arrested, which I only kind of got a ticket for, but uh, I've gotten, I got, I've only gotten speeding tickets before. That's the only thing that I've ever been ticketed for. Never. I got a jaywalking ticket once. Oh, really? It was so oh, yeah. stupid. In Edmonton on White Avenue, I was there with my boyfriend at the time, and we jaywalked, and then uh, the cops were like, uh, we're going to give you a ticket, we need to see your ID, and then my boyfriend was like, oh, I don't have mine on me, and I'm like, oh, here's mine, like an idiot, I should have said I don't have mine either, and then the cops were like, gave me the ticket and said, you better make him pay for half, and I was like, (laughs) 
it's such as jaywalking is so stupid. Like I, I didn't even know that. I, you know, I knew that was in LA because there's a real problem with it, but I never heard anything like Edmonton or, or I've heard in Vancouver, they give them out too, but I've never known anyone to ever get one. No. Well, this is like not Toronto where people literally stand in the middle of the street. Yeah. 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 Cross or like they do U-turns wherever the fuck they want. Like I've never, ever seen that in my life mm-hmm. in Canada until I went to Toronto, like maybe in Paris or something, but people in Toronto just stand in the middle of the road. So I just read today, they're trying to get these scooters brought to Toronto. Toronto's the only metro yeah, city really? that doesn't have those little drop scooters that you can just take them wherever and just drop it wherever you want, like they have in LA. Yeah. That would be, they have those in Edmonton. That would be chaos in Toronto. Yeah. yeah, I don't because you guys have those tracks in the roads. Like yeah. people are so like I've seen people and people will always use them when they're drunk. Yes, right. You know, you're supposed to. I've seen people on White Avenue like literally like ride into traffic and get hit by cars. Like I've never seen people get hit by cars until these scooters came, and now I've seen right. at least people get hit by cars. Like they're they're kind of like they're it's kind of weird. Like you when you first use them, they're kind of scary and you're going so fast and you're like, I don't have a helmet on. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how to control this thing. If something comes in front of me, like it, they're dangerous and, and people usually use them poorly. Yeah. And the well, problem like in LA, when we, when, when I was there last uh, and, and you were there, Dave, remember people would just leave them in the middle of the road, like on a small pedestrian side street. So if you're driving at night, you could easily run over it and like, what the fuck? It's just, they couldn't have just dropped, walked it five feet over and put it on the sidewalk. It was literally in the middle of the road. Yeah, the that's way, crazy. That doesn't happen here, but yeah, there were like piles of them. Like and some, sometimes you'd see piles of them, like abandoned shopping carts. You know, it's like it's, it was just. A, I can't. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm surprised that they still have the rental bikes here and people don't get hurt doing renting yeah. bikes when they're drunk or something like that. But yeah, if they, I think, I mean, you should only get a, a jaywalking ticket if your jaywalking caused an accident. But if you make it from one side of the road to the other, I don't see what the big deal is. You know? Yeah, man, that's just fucking adult frogger. That's all that is. You got to cross. <laughs> yeah, big deal. Yeah. You know, I don't. Uh, yeah, that's not a problem. I um, but yeah, that's the only time I've. I've oh, oh, those. I, I I got out of a speeding ticket once when I was going along the lakeshore and I was listening to music on my iPod and it was um, it was playing uh, Willie Nelson on the road again. And the song had just started, and I kind of, I, I was speeding. I whipped around on the lakeshore, and this cop saw me, and he f- pointed at me, and uh, I was like, oh, fuck, I'll, I'll, I pull over. And um, he asked me how, he was asking how I was driving so fast, and just an obnoxious answer, I pressed pause. No, I pressed play on my iPod again, and the radio was blasting on the road again. And I said to him, well, officer, I was listening to this and I and it was and it blasted on the road again by Willie Nelson. And he got a bit of a laugh out of that. And then he was like, all right, OK, here, give me your license and your registration. And then um, and then he and as he takes that and he walks back to the car, I stick my head out of the window. And I'm like, I'm, I was like, please, I'm a comedian. Support the arts. You can't give me a ticket. No, please don't. And then he kind of looks and then he gets in his car. And he waits maybe about a couple minutes. Then he gets out of his car, comes back. And he's just like, I right, just get out of here. You're fine. And then I drive. Up. Oh, and actually what happened was uh, I was wearing sunglasses and my license says that I should be wearing glasses. And so he looks at my license and he says, oh, so are you wearing contacts? And I said it the way like, 
an eight-year-old kid says it when he knows when you can tell that he's lying. He's like, "Oh, so are you, are you wearing contacts?" And I have an answer like this, uh, "Yeah," and then he just gives it back to me, and I, I get the fuck out of there. That's the only time I've literally ever gotten out of a ticket. And the other time, actually, uh, I got pulled over for speeding. I was with uh, Nikki Payne was in the front seat, and I forget the two other comics that were in the back seat that we were coming back from maybe Hamilton or something like that. But as the cop gives me the ticket, he sort of leans over and he, and he sees Nikki Payne in the front seat with me. And he actually says, hey, are you Nikki Payne? <laughs> and then she yells out, yeah, I am. And then the cop goes, oh, wow, you're really great. I think you're funny. My wife loves you. And, and yeah, we saw it. And then I'm like, I'm sitting here and the cop's face is right yeah. here. And he's sort of fucking, you know, he's giving props to Nikki Payne. And I was just like, and I, then the cop leaves. I turn to Nikki. I was like, why couldn't you have done, said something sooner about, and she was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it was just, it's one of those moments of just like, I think you I could what? have gotten out of a ticket with my celebrity connection to Nikki. No, Payne. you know what probably happened? He probably saw your stand up before and was going to be like, I'm going to fucking get this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He probably clicked onto my, <laughs> my 2013 closer. So, yeah. I don't know. Going to Grand Prairie. Oh, I'm frozen again. Oh, I got out of a ticket going to Grand Prairie. Right. And oh, the cop pulled me over. Like, I I missed my turn off to Grand Prairie, and I went too far. And the cop was like, where, where are you going? And I said, I'm going to do a comedy show in Grand Prairie. And uh, they said, why are you going so fast? And I'm like, because I'm stupid. <laughs> and then he didn't give me a ticket. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. Do you, so, uh, what, do you know, Darren, do you have a, what, sorry, what were you going to say? No, I, I have two. I have two stories. One, I cried and got out of the ticket, <laughs> full on cry because I healed a cry in thirty seconds, and I kept on saying it's my dad's car because at the time, for insurance reasons, it was my the car was under my dad's name, but I owned it. Uh, Statue's a limitation. But I cried, and the guy's like, "Okay, okay, it's all right, all right. I'm not going to give you a ticket. I'm just fucking full on." <laughs> and then uh, the best one is I was driving along Gerard Street. And I went through a yellow light and a car whipped around behind me. And I'm like, that's a little weird. So I changed lanes because he was really up close. And then he up close again to me in my lane. Then I went back in the other lane, right in. I'm like, oh my God. Then we're at a stoplight and traffic is all backed up. Even though the light is green, I'm backed up. And there's two kids that are waiting to cross. And because traffic is backed up, I kind of went like this to them. And they almost went like in front of my car. But this lane was empty, so cars were going by, so they had to stop. So then we get through the light. The lights go on behind me. I'm like, it's a fucking cop. Pulls me over. He gets out. He is so pissed. I got my window down. He goes, listen here. He goes, first of all, you went through a yellow light. It was red. You're going to say it was yellow, but I know it was red. Second of all, you changed lanes twice without indicating then you usher children into ongoing traffic. And I'm like, oh, fucking, I'm fucked. And this, and all of a sudden, on his microphone, I can hear such and such, some code I've never heard. And he goes, you are one lucky motherfucker. He goes, you are one lucky motherfucker. And he gets in his car, and he just fucks off. So I don't know if it was like a cop down or something, <laughs> but he is like, he was ready to write me. Like, I, literally, he listed off, like, five or six major infractions. Right. But, uh, 
Is that, did he actually use the word motherfucker? Afterwards, when he's like, you are one lucky motherfucker. Because wow. obviously okay. it was something like, yeah. he's got to get the fuck. And when he got out of that parking lot, he got out of that fucking, he was like, Duke's a hazard out. I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? Now, I also got so many tickets once, I almost lost my license. Have you guys ever had that? No, no. Back back in the day, if you get so many tickets, they you get a, a thing in the mail, you got to come at this time. And you go into this room, and they take your license. And they go, you're not getting it back until you talk to that guy. Right. And you wait, then you go in, you talk to this guy, and you have to beg for your license back. <laughs> really? Well, it's like a game show. Yeah, <laughs> like a game show. And I luckily I went in near the end. So I heard like four or five stories and his answers to those stories. So literally, he just goes, uh, so why should I even give you this back? You've got four tickets in less than a year. Now, two of them were from out west for like 15 kilometers. I'm not going to fly out west and fight them. Right. And the other two were like in one thing, a seatbelt and a speeding ticket. So I really, it's not that out of control. Well, but all I said was, I'm selling my car. Oh, okay. like, what? I'm selling my car and I'm buying a minivan. He's like, what? 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 That caught him off guard. I go, what kind of car do I have? He looks it up. Acura Integra. I go, have you ever driven an Acura Integra? He goes, no, I haven't. I go, you're going 140. It feels like 80 in that thing. I'm selling my car and I'm buying a minivan. <laughs> And he kind of laughed to himself, and he stamped it, and I got my license back. Oh. Well, that's all right. That worked yeah. out okay. Yeah. Now, have you ever heard Sean Collins' story about getting pulled over by the cops? And then he blew and he blew the cop? No, no. This is a different story. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, Sean Collins was pulled over on the highway, speeding towards, and I guess he was doing and the cops, And the cops said, you do look like George Clooney when you're blowing me. Right, <laughs> um, so, the cop pulls the Sean over. And, uh, you know, cop gets out. He says, well, and Sean's on his way to do a nooner at a college. And, uh, and Sean's the, op the opener uh, at, for the, whoever the headliner is at the nooner. Right. So Sean pulls over. Cop gets out says, why are you driving so fast? And, um, and then Sean says, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, do I'm, at a, I'm going to a comedy show at this university, and uh, I don't want to be late. And then the cop sort of, uh, you know, it's like, okay, all right, you know. So a cop writes him a ticket and um, uh, and then hands it back to him and goes, uh, yeah, don't worry, usually the first guy sucks. <laughs> and and then and then Sean just takes the ticket and drives off. But it was like, it was like, those are always the moments where you say, I, I am performing at a comedy show and yeah. not just I'm going to go and watch a show. But I always, I always thought that was funny. I'm just like. Yeah, don't worry about it. The first guy usually sucks. Here's your ticket. I, I, I actually got recognized not for my comedy, but just for my name. We did a gig in North Bay, and I was driving back to Sudbury, and I got pulled over for speeding. And when the guy got my license, he goes, Darren Frost? And I go, yeah. He goes, are you a comedian? I go, yeah, yeah, I am. He's like, oh, I heard about all your show in North Bay already. I guess some cop had went or something, right. and it was, they already were talking about it on the, on the radios. I go, okay, just don't speed. There's a cop at this place. I'll, I'll talk, call ahead, and tell them that, you know, and I'm like, is this how it happens? Am I part of the fucking Illuminati now? I can do whatever I want? Or, is there a, a, a ring or a handshake that you were Yeah, doing? like, okay, but yeah. So he didn't know my comedy, but it got me off of a ticket just my name, so that's okay. half the battle. Um, okay, I was just told that that this meeting's going to end in 10 minutes. <laughs> 
if I don't upgrade. But let's, Unless let's you, it, it, And if you go under 50 kilometers an hour, this computer will blow up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's keep going. Yeah. And so then, the next uh, one's being arrested. Have you ever been arrested? So no, is July, it? Oh, yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah, it is. You're right. Yeah. Um, who's going first? I've never been arrested, but I almost got arrested. I think I told this story before. Stop me if you haven't heard it. I was in Windsor at the strip club. All the comics were inside. I got hammered. I walked out. As soon as I walked out, I turned to piss on the side of the strip club. <laughs> Excuse me. And these two cops walk up because there's a huge no pissing policy in Windsor. They throw you in the jail, automatic drunk tank. Really? Yeah, because there's so many problems with it with the American kids. Anyways, the cops go, whoa, 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 whoa. And I'm so hammered, I literally say this. I go, what? What's going to happen? Are you going to be good cop, bad cop? Is that what's going to happen? And whoever I'm with, I think it's Mark Walker. It's like, Darren, shut the fuck up, right? And at that moment, a car drives down the wrong way of a one-way street and smashes into a parked car. And this is my impression of the guy driving the vehicle. He goes like this. Oh, you fuck. Like this. Because he's hammered. Yeah. Cop turns, sees the accident. He goes, you're one lucky dude. Get this guy and get out of here. You're so Walker, lucky. I know. Walker just fucking grabs me and we're fucking out of there. Uh, That's crazy. Never I've, never, I've never been arrested. I've almost gotten people killed, but I've never been arrested. Oh, okay. I almost got Casey Corbin killed by a Hell's Angel in Halifax. Oh, nice. Um, how did that? What's that story? Yeah, why is that? Well, uh, I might freeze, so oh, sorry, but because you're frozen. Go ahead. We were in the Snappy Tomato after Barely's, and I was really drunk. And uh, there was a, I was in there with Casey, we were eating pizza or something, and a Hell's Angel came in, he had a jacket and everything. And I was like, ooh, the Hell's Angels are here, everyone, watch out. And then I was being like, he won't even talk to me, he's too good for me. Like, I was just being, and Casey was like, shut up, you're gonna get me killed. And I'm like, oh. I eventually shut up, and Casey was like, I'm sorry for my friend. And the guy's like, yeah, just fuck off. I was like, okay, he's not happy with me. <laughs> You uh, just can't get you out of everything. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. I wish I had that charm. Uh, I've been. I was arrested once when I was uh, seventeen, mm -hmm. and uh, there were some. I was in a park uh, with some other guys from high school, and we were trying to find this party in the park. And uh, I remember going up this hill, and then from out of nowhere, um, there's these. Uh, this guy grabbed me. And, uh, and he turned out to be a cop. He grabbed me and he kind of started shaking me. And he, then he kind of identified, I barely remember him identifying himself as a cop, but I sort of knew he was a cop. And then he was like, hey, man, are you high? Are you fucked up, man? Where'd you got any dope on you? I was just like, no, no, I don't. And I did. Uh, and then these rolling papers fall, uh, um, uh, these rolling papers fall out of my pocket. And he's like, hey, what are those for? Wiping your ass? And I was just like, uh, maybe, could be. Yeah, the and world's that, smallest ass. Yeah, yeah. The tiny assholes, maybe. And um, so uh, he sort of pats me down. I mean, I don't know what the laws are between, like, search and seizure are, of what, especially when it comes to minors. But he pats me down, and he finds this big, and I bought a, a big chunk of hash, about this big. And it was about seven grams, but it was one piece. 
and I didn't have any money. I didn't have much money on me. So that's usually a sign. If the, if the, if you have a big thing and it's yeah. cut up into pieces, then they could be like, oh, you were selling this. And if you had money on you, they could be, oh, this is the money that you made from selling it. So it was one piece. I didn't have any money, so they couldn't get me for that. So they just grabbed me and then threw me in the back of the car. They drove me home. I remember the cop was singing an Everly Brothers tune, Kathy's Clown, which I still fucking hate now whenever I hear that song. But uh, so, um, so anyways, they take me home and then my parents are up and then they fucking, so uh, I had to go to court and it was three weeks before I turned 18 and my, my aunt knew the judge and my aunt got me a lawyer and the lawyer also knew who the judge was. And they told me all these wonderful things about me, like, oh, I have a part-time job, I'm in school, I'm graduating, I've never done any shit like this before. I'm a rich white kid. I was about yeah. to say that. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm straight, I'm, I'm white, I'm cisgendered, please, come on, it's one of us, let me go. And uh, so he, uh, and so I got an absolute discharge. So I had, a, I had a criminal record for three weeks, and then it was gonna get wiped out as soon as I turned 18. And I remember what pissed my mom off the most was that she bought a new outfit to go to court. And we were only there for about 15 minutes. And I remember leaving and going, and then my mom saying, I bought this new outfit for your court appearance and we were barely there at all. That was just one of those ones, sorry, mom, sorry. And, uh, and then I found out that I, and I don't have my fingerprints or a mugshot taken because if you just get arrested for possession, they don't do that. If you get arrested for selling it or with intent to sell, then they give you a mugshot and they'll take your prints, but that never happened. So that's the only level of arrest that I've ever- So now I just remembered, this is literally, I've never told this story before, at least in any kind of podcast or show. You got three when, minutes. Okay, so when I was, when I, uh, we don't have enough time for three minutes. When I was 14, I was a Dickie D ice cream boy. And I had a friend that was 14, Dickie D ice cream boy. And he lived in a, a home situation he wasn't happy about. So one, one night he goes, hey, do you want to come to my grandparents' place tomorrow for the weekend? My grandfather's out of town. We're going to stay in the house. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, sure. So he comes in a car and picks me up. Even though I know he's 14, he's in his grandfather's car. He comes, picks me up. I go there for the weekend. We drive around in the car, we're 14, and we go to a friend's house. The mother knows, what this fucked up? He's only 14. We get out of there. All of a sudden, the cops show up. So the cops come. They throw us in the back of this car. We've got to wait in the heat for a, a relative to come and lock up the grandparents' house. That's what I find out, that the kid broke into the grandfather's house. He didn't have um, the right to be there. So I got charged with... Theft over a thousand, break and enter, and all these charges. And we're waiting in the sun, and the cops are literally fucking with us because they're like, "Oh, you're gonna go to jail, kids. You're going away for a long time." And I'm like, fucking sweating it. I'm like, holy fuck, I've been a good kid up to this. Then the relative comes, goes to the side of my friend, and, the, and goes, "Don't worry, Jason. Everything's gonna be okay. It's okay." Then they come to my side and they go, "You're a bad influence on him." You're a bat. I'm like, I've never fucking met you before. Then we go to the cop shop. My parents get called. My mom comes in. My dad comes in. It's a long room. I'm at one end. They sit my parents at the other. And the cop goes to leave the room and turns and says, hey, 
Do you want me to leave my belt behind? Whoa. Nice. <laughs> my parents, my parents go, no, I'll never forget this. My mom just starts fucking hammering on the desk. What is wrong with you? You have never done it like this. You steal a car, you break into a home, and as she's banging the table, the cop comes back in because they think they're just fucking me up. Because <laughs> right. of all the banging, right? So then I go home. We don't get a lawyer yet. It's all hinges on if the grandfather wants to press charges. And the kid's father calls the grandfather and says, you need to teach my grandson a lesson, my son a lesson. Problem is, if they charge the kid, they have to charge me because I'm an accessory. They can't go, oh, it's separate. So for about two weeks, they were back and forth, back and forth. Luckily, I never got charged. But oh. I never fucking fucked up like that again. <laughs> well, there's still time. Um, scared straight. Scared straight. Yeah, scared, straight. scared very straight. Again, yeah, it, says right. less, it says less than a minute that we're recording. Yeah. But I, it, that was like easily a minute ago. Do you want to stop the meeting and come back? Or uh, what are things what are like, we... what are you doing tomorrow morning? Or what are you doing tomorrow morning? Do you go to work or? I'm like so busy for the next like week. Like I've got to work and then I'm in Winnipeg and then I, I'm flying a lot. So yeah, I yeah, can't. Let's just, stop, let's just stop here for tonight. Okay. And then we'll resume the next five because that took us to number 10. Okay. All right. Well, let's, yeah. Maybe next time we, I'll, I'll get an upgrade on this, and uh, and and we can do more. But all right. It still says it's recording. What's it now? It says less than a minute again. So I don't Six, know. Five. It's same four three.